0: gentlemen welcome to the show on the island a podcast about survivor mostly we're here to talk about survivor season 39 episode number 12 slash week number 11 a very simple plan i'm your host taylor Gaines, and i wish that episode was about the band simple plan because i would have enjoyed that more (laughs) but It still gave us plenty to talk about with Karishma, spoiler alert, deciding to go home. Well, not deciding to go home, but being sent home through the decisions of several others, including Nora, who had a hell of an episode once again. I hope she makes it all the way to the final three at this point, personally. (laughs) And the famous family visit, all in this episode of Survivor, so we'll talk about it all. Here on the podcast with my co-hosts every week except for the last one where my dad came and basically took his job. <laughs> Nonetheless, he wants to lure you in with his pretty face, but he's full of it. It's Tyler B. Commons.
1: Wow, comparison to Dean. I've more thought of myself as someone who's ready to put a wrecking ball through someone else's head. You feel like a Dean to me, like skinny white dude played a lot of basketball not as much as him though he practiced a lot in four years (laughs) didn't play a lot as we discovered on the interwebs a few weeks ago but mad props to him d1 basketball yeah dean
0: this week tried to do a lot in bringing the quote-unquote goats together to vote out the
1: other goats all caps
0: g-o-a-t's
1: but no success None. And it confused me. Before we get to that, I would like to thank you, Father, for stepping in. I am always entertained when Taylor's dad listens. So if you guys skipped it because you didn't see my name, what are you doing? Go listen to that episode. Taylor's dad is awesome. When he listens or when he... No, when he when he's on the podcast and he gets to speak. <laughs> I love when your dad gets to be on the podcast. It's normally the family visit episode. This is the first family we visit it. we've done in a few years. Yeah, it's like We a flipped weird... it
0: this week with Thanksgiving and everything. I think he did an admirable job. Fantastic stuff. He had us guessing who the family members visiting were going to be. Just a lot of inspiration
1: coming from his end of the table. But it was a lot of fun. And Dean, I just, this is one thing I want to get off my chest. Can we decide if GOAT is greatest of all time or somebody that has no shot at winning? Like, I need to know because I can't refer to the GOAT being Michael Jordan or the GOAT being LeBron. Like, it's one or the other.
0: I like that it's both, because then I can put everything under the nice umbrella of GOATS versus GOATS <laughs> in this week's Survivor. And then I don't have to think about it.
1: Yeah, bah humbug.
0: <laughs> this really was the first time that it seemed like a plan was going to be mobilized with the people on the outs to do something against the main alliance, which is, well, we thought overly simplified at this point until maybe the vote happened, but it seemed easy in that Lauren, Tommy, Janet, and the other guy are tight (laughs) as four, and then Elaine, Nora, Karishma, and Dean are kind of on the outs, but they just couldn't pull together. I think the thing that sums it up the most, and we can debate the merits of whether you want to take out the people who are tight or the people who you think have the best chance of winning, rather, wh- whether you'd rather go to the end with Karishma or with people you've played with the whole time, etc. But as with all of the strategy within this very episode, all of that conversation can just be blown up by someone like Nora. And I found it really funny to watch people get ready to go to tribal council in a situation where she was in a position where she could completely screw up either plan. Like, whatever she wanted to do, she could ruin the small G goat plan to take out Tommy and Lauren's power duo, or she could ruin... Her main alliance's plan to take out Charisma slash Elaine, depending on, you know, idol stuff or whatever they wound up actually doing. But instead, Ty, she seemed to only bury herself.
1: She did. And maybe this is some misunderstanding. How did Dean whisper to Tommy and then make Nora look bad? Because if you ask me, like, that's a bad look for Dean initially, but then everyone's like, Nora's an idiot. What the heck? And she's like, uh, no, I was going to tell you guys, like, now, but, you know, he's sitting next to you, so he, he got to you first. But I was going to tell you during tribal, you know, I was going to stand up and I was going to talk to you. Like, she's she's not good at the game, but it, like, it, it was baffling to me to see someone like Dean step out and ruin his little G goat alliance, but then also somehow flip it onto Nora. (laughs) Well, see the question
0: there. And I don't think this was fully answered by the edit, which lends to what you're saying about it being kind of confusing is, did he actually just get out in front of something that was almost definitely going to happen? Like I'm inclined to believe her when she says, I was about to tell you all this because she's been so clueless and just saying whatever's happening all the time that like, I feel like, she might have done something and Dean actually helped himself out by saying something in that moment because now Tommy feels somewhat indebted to him. And obviously there's a lot of work to do still for Dean, but he seems to have somewhat plucked himself out of that group and put him in a position where that Alliance might trust him a little more. So I could see why it makes sense, but yeah, I mean, she just spiraled i mean that was i guess she got caught lying about the fact that she knew about the other plan and then just was trying to talk her way out of it without pausing for a breath and it was it was tough
1: yeah nora talking during that tribal council reminded me of when i go on one of my famous rants where it's like i'm talking and i have a point i want to make and then i say something that I didn't mean to and then I try to backtrack and then I'd have to move forward from that backtrack but I can't get back to what I originally was saying and then I don't know what I was saying so I was like I'm just going to start again and then so I backtrack again but as I do it I'm moving forward and it's like I just keep running into a wall and I can't stop and I don't really know what's happening anymore but all I know Wait, is So that- what are you saying? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Like I think Nora and I sometimes our brains work on the same wavelength where we have an idea but we can't articulate it well, and we only articulate it in ways that get us in trouble. <laughs> Are you as bad at math? Uh, I was super entertained because <laughs> the last time someone used uh, seashells to explain numbers, they got in big trouble for being the smartest person out there. But Nora. This felt had like the like, opposite. It. But she had to do it for herself. Like, she wasn't explaining it to anybody else that we saw. So she had, like, leaves that represented something, and then dark rocks, and then light rocks. And she's trying to figure it out. And it was like, okay, we have a 4-4 split, and the strong people think that we're going to split our vote because it's actually 6-2. Like, and it, I don't know what part of that was so difficult to understand.
0: I just loved her being like, wait, why don't we split our vote? And Dean being like, No. And her being like, no, it makes sense. <laughs> and him saying, no, then it would be two to one. What are you saying? And just constantly going back and forth. Oh, man. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know how to categorize this exactly, but like, this was a legendary episode for Nora. Honestly, I think we haven't been talking enough, well, probably because we've been talking enough about other more important things that this show has been screwing up this season. But... We haven't talked enough about how great of a character Nora is. I feel like the last several seasons of Survivor, there's not a lot of people who I can sit here and tell you that I remember, like Christian Kubiki is a good one maybe, and I struggle to think of any others quickly, but mm-hmm. like she's going to be one of those. I mean, she's had at least 3 episodes this season where she's just owned by doing something insane.
1: Yeah, she's she's got funny quirky personality traits and even um we'll get to it more but when her sister came out at the tribal she's like I'm normal at the I'm challenge. normal. Yeah. yeah. And it's like oh, you mean like your sister has to tell you you're normal when like we know that you're not but you're Nora normal. Well, like you're normal.
0: <laughs> and the funny thing about her to me is that she has the bones of a good player like She's very good in challenges. She's won a couple immunity challenges since the merge. And she's clearly good enough socially that people seem to like being around her. It's just when they get into the actual gameplay of it, it just goes out of control.
1: Yeah, she seems like she is very personable and, you know, can easily make friends. But I also wonder if she's one of those people that can easily make friends but not easily keep friends. And, and that might be just diving way too deep into, like, analyzing somebody from a TV edit. But it seems like she's really good at first impressions. And then the longer you get to know someone, she's going to say something dumb and she's going to mess up her chances, like, in this game in Tribal, where she starts spouting off, like, like, she gets behind in the game too much and is fighting to come back way too often, rather than being genuine and real upfront. But then even
0: still, she seems like she's playing as if she's really being genuine. Like, at least that's how it seems she thinks is happening. Because Mm -hmm. she's so out there being like, listen, I trust all of you. Here's exactly what's happening. I am going to vote with these people, or I was, or whatever. Elaine has an idol. Like, whoa, just dropping uh, information like crazy. Elaine handled that fairly well, by the way. Not really freaking out Mm -hmm. and uh the (laughs) obviously there was the moment earlier in the episode that we haven't really talked about where she didn't get picked to go to the family visit with her sister and she just went off dean and karishma and elaine just listened to her go on and on and on (laughs) and obviously we can't know how long that really lasted Mm -hmm. but they edited it to look like it was just going on forever and they showed dean looking like he was just dead falling (laughs) asleep trying to survive i mean it was great i mean
1: (laughs) yeah it made for entertaining tv um but it seemed like it was the same issue that she had when she came back from island of the idols where she can't she can't keep her story straight and she can't keep focused on one thing it's like one thing leads to another thing that she wants to explain which leads to it yeah there was fully a point where Elaine was like you're off track (laughs) (laughs) yeah which was I mean which was funny which was entertaining and I, I think that's the best I think it's the best thing that Nora has going for her this season is she has been a very entertaining character I don't know if that means she's great at the game of Survivor I'm inclined to say not really but she's well, she's I'm definitely sorry. a do,
0: memorable person. Do you have your reticular
1: activating system ready to go? Because she does. I don't. And that's a great quality for life, I suppose. And you know what? They did find a blue idol, but I I'd still <laughs> just it doesn't it doesn't line up in my brain.
0: Just every small moment adds up so beautifully with her. It's just. Just fantastic It's it's what TV characters are supposed to be on these shows, and I, I hope that she is uh, <laughs> a really cool person in real life. Because I don't want to sit here and like make fun of this at at the expense of her. Because like she seems pretty aware of what what she's doing, uh, even if she's struggling to grasp some of the game pieces and uh i don't know i like her in this context i definitely don't think she deserves to win but i hope she stays around for a while
1: yeah i mean of the characters left she's definitely one of the most memorable and one of the most you know like I, i was looking at this group during this episode and asking myself i was like who do i want To win? Who am I going to remember? And I think, like you're saying, Nora is going to be someone I'm going to remember. Elaine will probably be someone that I could think of pretty quickly. But who do I want to win? And and that's the question I'm left with currently in this state and this season. I don't know the answer to that.
0: I saw goldderby.com actually ran a poll about that the other day. I don't know if you stumbled across this, Ty, Mm -mm. but they asked. Viewers who they wanted to win had them all vote based off of the remaining eight people. They did not say how many people voted, but I will tell you that Elaine led the way with 36% of the vote, Janet second with 20%, Karishma third with 17%, Lauren fourth with 9%, Dean tied with her at 9%, Nora with 6%, and our boy Tommy coming in at 3%. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh the other guy received zero percent of the vote so he deserves that um <laughs> he, I, i'm he a little surprised named <laughs> i'm a little surprised janet didn't get the i guess maybe he should be named maybe, maybe he deserves to have his name out there for how gross he is i don't know i've have no influence over this situation i'm a little surprised janet didn't come in number one in a poll like that but i could see why elaine's charm is winning people over
1: Yeah, Elaine's a fun character, and um, she's someone who I genuinely... I I, I picture her the opposite of what I was saying about Nora, where I don't know if Elaine's going to make fast and surface-level type friendships, but I feel like she's able to make slower, deeper friendships. And I, I don't know, again, I'm just watching a TV show but it, it feels to me like they are almost the exact opposite of each other in that way. And uh, yeah, she's definitely a character that people love. I mean, she had a great episode one and obviously with numbers the way they are, she's getting more and more airtime and, and she's not necessarily giving game knowledge little tidbits, but she's talking about life with people and she's talking about friendship and trust and those sorts of things. And she's like, Hey, Hey, Nora, you are talking about nothing right now. Bring it back where Where were you going with this rant?
0: Yeah, they I feel like they've been very carefully editing Elaine to not show us whether it's hard to tell whether she's good at the game or not. They've kind of just shown her being funny and sort of clumsy and finding an idol people liking her. it's It's hard to say,
1: yeah, she's she's lovable, but i don't know about her gameplay you know like everybody loved rupert in all seven seasons he got to play out of the first 10 but that doesn't mean he was good at the game
0: so the person who came in third on that list karishma unfortunately will not have her chance to win as she was voted out in this episode i thought boston rob actually summed it up the best (laughs) even though we didn't see much of him or sandra in this episode when he said All that talk just to vote out Karishma? (laughs) And it did feel like that. It felt like they kind of had Nora's lack of ability to trust her exposed and didn't do anything about it. I I guess they just really didn't want Karishma to have a chance at the end because that meant one less spot for them.
1: Yeah, and I think it was either Dan or Dean. I'm sorry, I don't remember, but they were like, it's getting to the point where everybody's going to want her in Final Three with them, so we got to get rid of her now or else people are going to be fighting to keep her around and and cut us earlier, so to speak. And, you know, Karishma has had a very um, polarizing edit um, because it's almost been editing her in a way that she's feeling on the outs and abused, but then it's also showing, like, reasons why she would be that way, where she's lazy, she doesn't do anything at camp, she's pointless to have in challenges, she's not good at any part of Survivor is what it seems. And and then they have a blow up at tribal and it's like, okay, well fine. We'll just do the easy thing we've been talking about for nine weeks and just, we'll get rid of Karishma because we need to go back and sort out exactly what's happening. And, and I don't like that. That's how she went out, but it also weirdly feels appropriate for <laughs> being the way that Karishma went out this season.
0: It felt like it was coming though. When all of that talk was happening, people were talking on one side of tribal council, Tommy and someone else talking on the other side. And if you're tired of live tribals, by the way, don't expect them to go away, because Jeff said in an interview today that he's all for less rules and more freedom when it comes to gameplay. (laughs) So there will probably continue to be things like this happening. I, I thought, as a quick tangent, Dalton Ross made an interesting point last night, saying that all of these live tribals kind of take away from some of the fun of tribal council in that in your answers you're supposed to be trying to not give away your plan but like everyone knows the plan so much that like there's no point in really trying to shield what you're saying that being said I think the image of Karishma sitting there in the middle talking to no one while everyone else was talking felt like a pretty good indicator that even if she survived this vote she was never going to be on the ends with anything
1: yeah, I definitely noticed that when it did the pan out and, you know, Tommy was over talking to Elaine and Lauren and Dean were talking and whatever. And I, I just, you feel bad for Karishma because obviously casting saw something in her, you know, like what well, you know what I'm saying? I don't think casting would like put someone out there just because they want someone for nobody to like. And I think there was certain episodes this season where it's like, I don't like Karishma at all. She literally just took a space from like someone who should have had a spot or whatever. But then there's been ones where it's like, I feel for her and I feel bad for her. You know, she did get to have that realization of her husband is there and her husband loves her and, and all this stuff. And she's just had such an up and down edit that I don't, I still don't know what I think of Karishma. I think a lot of times she played victim too much, but then I think a lot of times she got way too emotionally angry, and I think that no one knew what to do with her, but I don't think she made it easy for others to do stuff for her. But then you also felt bad because nobody did care about her. So I I think if I had to describe what she did for this show i i don't know what i could label it as and i don't know what i could say it as she was she was polarizing but not for the same reason every single week and i thought that that was a really interesting sort of narrative to take for her
0: i guess i would describe her as the most or at least one of the most recognizably human players on this season where she never got really her game face on too much, but she never really quit either. Like it was kind of this really raw emotional, like just existence. And I think that's why she probably won a lot of fans as you can see in that tiny sample of the vote that I just was reading about because she exhibited the willpower of someone who is just not up to the task of something, but just like kept fighting anyway and had a couple moments where she was standing on top of the mountain, you know, found the idol orchestrated a nice, at least was part of a nice thing last week for her. And I, I, I feel like we could have seen a better image of her Mm -hmm. than they gave her. Um, it's hard to say from our perspective on the couch, what, actually happened out there but you know she just seemed like a good kind person for the most part who was just like in over her head and I that being said I, I don't think any kind of bullying of her was okay I think and you could tell how ingrained it was to the extent that like when Nora was ranting She just casually was like, I'm like the charisma of my alliance except people like me. Like, that's a really mean thing to say, just kind of flippantly. And the way that she just kind of threw it off her tongue and no one responded to it seemed indicative to me of how mistreated charisma probably was out there. And that makes me sad. But she has said in her interviews today that, like, outside of the context of the game she is friends with a lot of these people so there's just something about that you know stanford prison experiment type uh group mind thing that happens where uh people get ostracized and demeaned and uh it kind of sucks but you know that's one of the more frankly one of the more palatable pieces of this season of survivor and its social commentary is accepting that and uh you know, I'm glad they've worked through some stuff, but yeah, I, li- I think I like her.
1: Yeah, and I, I think bringing up the point of Nora talking about her in front of her. Um, don't be bullies. Don't be mean. Like, <laughs> Well, so Karishma said today that like, there was stuff we didn't
0: see. She heard people say, I hope she gets medevaced. Gosh, is there a way for her to get medevaced? Like within earshot of her, they would say stuff like that. And she said, to me, that's bullying that has a purpose of hurting me that has the purpose of putting someone down. And then you saw in the last episode where it's just like nonchalant. There's really cruel things being said about me that I think in the real world, these people would never say, but in the game it was happening and it just gives credence to the whole concept of mob mentality, et cetera. So yeah, I, I, it, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, like be, be, be more compassionate guys. It's a game, but it's a game, you know?
1: be kind to people.
0: That might as well be the message of our podcast. I don't know if we convey it well, but I feel like we wind up there a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just be kind. I mean, we can trash talk people all the time behind a microphone, (laughs) (laughs) but but know that we don't actually have malice towards these people. (laughs) No, I I hope we've proved that.
0: I mean, we've we've brought several people from the show on over the years, and uh, they're usually nothing but nice, and I don't think we're We don't really hold their feet to the fire when they come on here too much. (laughs) Although there are certain people from this season that I would feel a journalistic responsibility to talk about a certain way. Talk to a certain way, I should say. One more thing on Karishma that I think she wanted to point out. She, She said in response to some of her personal life being aired on television that there was a misconception about her marriage with her husband. That it is not an arranged marriage. It's not any semblance of an arranged marriage. And that she thinks that term is such a buzzword that people just tacked it on. But what I was actually getting at is because I felt so much pressure from my parents and my culture and my society, I probably got married a little sooner than I normally would have.
1: But she loves her husband, as we got to see when he came running out on the beach.
0: Nice moment. Just, it was interesting watching her and Tommy both, like, physically break down they just start shaking yeah. when they were being held by the person that they loved and you know what that was nice
1: it was nice it was it was one of the best family visits which was weird because the episode just started with it like they did that last year too i think nothing before and yeah. it was it was um it was cool i will say the only time i had you know, some people would call them tears. I don't know what I refer to them as. Roll down my cheek was uh, Janet and her bubbles. husband. Yeah, water bubbles running down my face was Janet and her husband. And I think that speaks to how much I just love Janet. I, I love that she's out there. And even her husband was like, she stands up for women and she stands up for girls. If I was he like, only yeah, knew. Janet. If he only knew. Wow. Yeah, at that moment, what she had been doing on on the show, I I just that moment was probably my favorite and he was wearing a pink shirt cuz they had arranged like to Ugh. say what their grandbaby was going to be Beautiful. like it's just awesome that was one of the best moments
0: conversely very hard to watch like <laughs> i i don't know if there would have been a good family member to come visit dan after everything that's happened this season but for it to be a 13-year-old boy who is his son was just a tough tough moment i was kind of like how often can this show continue to screw up this situation like jeff even making a deal out of like the youngest person to ever come out on survivor and you're just like as if we needed reminding that there are young minds being influenced by this season of this show (laughs) taking away lessons from what they're watching maybe potentially and I just feel bad for the kid. I don't know the kid. He could be a good kid. He could be a bad kid. But he did not need to be exposed to this. And yet again, Survivor just failing the people that are appearing on it by putting them in a position where things can only go wrong. So hats off to them for somehow pulling that off again. (laughs) But I guess that leads to kind of my next question, which is, who do you want to win out of the remaining people? Are there castaways you particularly like in this group?
1: I think of the people that are left, um, I've mentioned them. I, I love Janet. I think Janet maybe isn't the best at the game, but as far as character and as far as somebody that I I want to cheer for, um, I think she is it. If I'm speaking purely strategically, I think Lauren has definitely shown the most of the remaining people. And if I'm talking about my top three, obviously I want Dean to win. And I I don't understand. My thing with Dean's move in Tribal Council is it, it doesn't make any sense to me because why would he want to jump to the capital G GOAT team instead of being the leader of the other Final Four? which was very probable and very possible if they had just stuck with the plan. Um, You know, so that confused me. But I I think those are the three people that I'm going to keep my eyes on, Uh, especially Janet. I would love to see Janet win, and I think Lauren is the most deserving of the people that are left. Yeah, well, we can talk about that a little more in our power rankings, but
0: I think I tend to agree. I guess the only other thing to touch on is this idea of, like, who you want to go to the end with you. Did you agree with the overall theory of taking out someone like Karishma, or would you rather have taken out a bigger name at this point?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, you have to, you have to understand your place in the tribe, whether you're on the top or whether you're on the bottom and if you're on the bottom then you see karishma as just taking your spot away from possibly making final three but if you're on top it's like i don't really care who goes with me to final three so when she goes home doesn't really matter whether it's now or whether it's in fourth place but I, it makes sense to me to get rid of Karishma because it if she somehow does make it final three, not that she's gonna get votes, but it's she doesn't seem like somebody people even want to be around so why why keep her? you know and that's what I said. she's been sneaking through week by week for at least the last five or six weeks. It's felt like and you know it it had to happen
0: yeah. I just think, like, it's hard for me to balance the, you know... I'd wanted on my resume that I took out the big people, and then I'd want to be able to sit next to her at Tribal so I could just, you know, win. But I could see why they fear getting down to the end and just feeling like they're the easy choice and everyone wants to bring her. By the way, Ty, your final three prediction... Everyone is still in. There's seven people left. Your final three is all still here. Elaine, Tommy, and Dean is your winner. My final three, long gone. Elizabeth, Jack, Jamal.
1: <laughs> I will say, um at least two of those people in your final three I really, really liked. Um, yeah. the jury's still had... out on Elizabeth, but
0: <laughs> Oh boy. At least I had two of the best people. And Elaine, Tommy, Dean, they're they're safe, you know? For the most part. They've mostly been untouched by this situation. And I don't mean that in the way that that word sounds. I literally just mean it figuratively. Yikes. Um,
1: Ty, let's do our power rankings. All right. So for me, number three. Number three. Three, Three. three, three. Dean and we we've talked about it i don't understand his his move but clearly he has some footing now that i don't think he had before this episode do i think it's footing with the right alliance no i think i don't think he should have spoken up and i think they should have taken out tommy but all that aside dean made a move and then he rallied the troops which you know take some stuff and then he completely flipped it in tribal and then he also got nora to look bad and not him so i don't fully understand exactly what he did but for that reason dean is in my top three what about you
0: yeah i also have dean number three because of most of the same reasons i feel like he's been scrapping the whole time and now he's finally in a position where he can make a move and make something happen for real and i think that's that's pretty fun
1: (laughs) and that neat and for me number two uh i have to put lauren because i Mm. think lauren is really intelligent and and one of the ones that is playing this game the hardest and she's sort of remaining out of fire you know people wanted to get rid of tommy and not rid of lauren which is interesting you know cut down her right man right her cut right down man. her right hand man rather than her and i think she is just staying steady and i think she's staying steady in a strong position and for that i'm gonna put her at two this week
0: my number two is elaine i think she somehow Has never really felt in danger to me, even in episodes like this where she's theoretically in danger. And I feel like the closer we get to the end, the more dangerous she is because everyone likes her. I think the question with her is has she done enough to get any votes? And I think she's a few moves away from that still. But number one, she found an idol pretty easily this week. Maybe she could start mixing things up with stuff like that number two last season we watched a guy win when he played for like three hours total (laughs) so i think there's a lot of time for her still
1: yeah i think she's got a lot of potential in the end of this season especially with this group of people who to me feel fairly uninteresting if you ask me i think the jury is the group that should still be sitting at the end right now yeah
0: can we like flip them
1: that would be, that, That's what it feels like. It feels like, hey, you guys are now the jury. There's no capital G. Everybody's a lowercase G. Maybe, maybe the top four were like middle case G. But that being aside, one of those middle case G's got my number one, and that is Tommy this week. I think Tommy. Um, Had a good look. It's always nice when you get to see someone, you know, emotionally break down and people actually care for him and it it shows that people genuinely like him. Um, But also, he was the one that it seemed to be thinking on his feet a little bit at Tribal and weirdly handling that well. I'm saying well hesitantly because I'm not sure he handled it well. But it just the way that he ultimately i think made the call to okay well screw it let's just go karishma i think that shows the power that he has and i think that that is why i have him at number one this week i i don't know it's kind of a weird thing but i think he ultimately made the final call to dump karishma this week
0: yeah i think that him and lauren are pretty tight up top but I wound up keeping him out of my top three just because he felt like her sidekick in this episode. And she's now led the way a couple weeks in a row, one immunity this week, obviously. And she just seems like the one who has played the cleanest, strongest game out of this particular group. And I like where she's at, both within the group and in front of the jury. And that makes her my number one. Tommy would have to turn on her and take her out, I think, to get into my top three.
1: Which, scenes in the next episode, look like he might make that happen. Potentially. just a big editing blindside, which we've fallen victim to before. I've never seen one of those before. Yeah.
0: um, Well, Ty, take this episode and put it in your redneck pocket because it's
1: over. Anything else you want to add? nada i'm looking forward to the rest of this season i still i still love survivor even like i've said i don't think i don't think the strongest players are left in this season but i'm i'm still excited to see how this season ends up and my take
0: is only two weeks left of this debacle of a season (laughs) i'm surprised we're all surviving it hopefully season 40 will be a return to form you never know with this show it's never too hard to bring it back. It's not too late. It's never too late. Mm. It would have been nice if you made a simple plan reference at the end instead of Three Days Grace, but I'll take it. That was my ringtone for a while. That that would be your ringtone. It's not too late. It's never too late. <laughs> well,
1: it's too late for me, so I'm signing out.
0: <laughs> All right. This has been The Dumbest Podcast. For Tyler B. Cummins, I'm Taylor Gaines here on the island. Come back next week. We will talk to you then. Bye. Here on the island, and you're gonna survive. When you're gonna be living a living alive on the island, and you're living a survivor on the island. I'm not good at making these things up. <laughs> that is fun. again. <infecting sound>